Upside down, cross town, living like a rock star. Spend a lot of money on my brand new guitar. Baby's gotta have it, diamond rings and Fendi sports bras. Riding down Rodeo in my Maserati sports my dreamers, and welcome to my little corner. Today's very special first episode of Rise Little Corner we have one of my closest friends joining us. She is an aspiring author, having written her first novel last year. Please welcome my good friend, Nellie Moore. So Nellie, welcome to My Little Corner. It's great to have you. Can you just say a little bit about yourself, like background, who you are? Yeah. Hi, I'm so happy to be here right now. I'm so excited that you invited me on here. Um, My name's Nellie. I'm currently a sophomore in high school which means I'm 15, and um, I've been writing since I was nine, since I was like eight or nine. Uh, I write short stories, poems, fan fiction, and last year for National Novel Writing Month, a competition in November, I wrote a novel called Olinia, and I'm currently in the editing stage of that. I do theater, I love business, I love biology, yeah that's a little bit about me okay so just a few questions to just start us off yeah how old were you when you realized you wanted to be an author so I've always wanted to like go into the medical field so I haven't really been like I want to go into writing full-time but when I was in fourth grade which was like when I was like nine nine or ten one of our first assignments was we had to write this storm along fan fiction for a story that we read in class. And I expanded upon it and I wrote 10 chapters of it. Oh, wow. We were only supposed to write like one little page of it. Well, they weren't exactly full chapters, but they were like one to two pages of like stuff about it. But I wrote 10 and my teacher wrote like, wow, this is amazing. Thank you for adding me in your story. So as I began writing stories, I fell in love with it. And I decided that by the time I finished high school, I wanted to write a novel and publish it. And so I started like writing stories and I'd leave them in the bathroom for my mom to read (laughs) and stuff like that. And then I started getting into Hamilton and other stuff. So I started writing fan fiction. So yeah, that's kind of how my writing journey has like gone. So that know? kind of answers my next question a little bit, which was, what was the first story you ever wrote? Um, my first, okay, I'll break this up for you. My first story I ever wrote was a storm along fan fiction. My first proper fan fiction I ever wrote was an Into Heights fan fiction. <laughs> my first like actual fan fiction I wrote was where I was in New York with Mandy Gonzalez and Renee Goldsberry. My first short story I ever wrote was like a spinoff of the Disney book series The Kingdom Keepers, which was like weird. So I would just like write stories of these this group of kids going off to Disney World and having adventures. And my first poem I ever wrote, I don't know, it was too long ago, probably about like a dolphin or something. Mm. So yeah. <laughs> Out of all of your works, which piece of writing is your favorite? Well, this is hard. I would probably have to say Olenia because like I've been wanting to write it since sixth grade. I've gone through like several versions of it. Like I wrote a version in sixth grade, which was like 10, 10 pages or something, 10, 20 pages. 
and it was like completely different from where I was going like I was originally picturing it being free books like the Hunger Games series or something like that and I expanded it onto like one novel one complete story with a possible sequel coming we're gonna find Ooh. out about that but that's what I've been most proud of because I've worked so hard on it and for me to complete it all in a month as a sophomore is like crazy yeah Okay, so can I just say how we met? It was really sweet, oh, yeah, and I'd love I to share love that. Story. So basically, how Nellie and I met was so I was adopted, and I was also abused before I was adopted, and I made a YouTube video about that where I just talked about my experience, and Nellie found it, and she reached out to me and told me that I inspired her and that I. It was the reason she learned about her birth parents and I just thought that that was a really sweet way to start a friendship yeah because like Becky she so I I want I was like I was just scrolling on Insta one day and I saw this this Anthony fan account he's like hey if you want to be a part of this lyric video for Mandy's new album DM Becky. So I DM Becky. We started talking and I found out about her fan fiction series that she was working on at the time. And she's like, hey, there's this girl named Riley who writes stories too. So I started reading yours and Becky's and I started writing and like trying to get on the. And um, so I found your video one day because like I think you put it on your story or something like, hey, I did this. You guys can go watch it or something like that. And I went and watched it and yeah so I was so nervous to tell you (laughs) I cried I thought it was the sweetest thing I was so nervous to talk to you and now we're best friends yeah all right so who are some of your inspirations whether family artists friends so the person who like inspired me to be a writer like get into writing so I'm going to start out with writing, and then we're go, going to go into other stuff. <laughs> so the person who inspired me to become a writer was my fourth grade teacher, Mrs. Roth. She's always so supportive of me, and she's probably the reason I write today. She's the reason I write today. So yeah, if we're going in the theater route, I'd have to say, overall, Renee Elise Goldsberry inspires me in every way. Like, she's the reason I do what I do, you know? And for family, I guess, kind of, my mom, you know? Mm. She's been through a lot. And it kind of makes me want to try harder and Mm. get to where I want. I'm actually taking this out of Nina Rosario's book, I'm the first to go to college in my family. And so I'm often working very hard whenever I talk to you, I'm doing homework. I'm doing everything I can so I can get ahead in life. And I guess it's kind of because of my mom. Yeah. Do you have any advice for other aspiring authors? Oh, I love this question. So for my advice would just be write, write, write. So there's this thing I do in English class because... We have this test at the end of the year where we have to write three essays. We, what we do is called, we do a thesis like sprint, which is basically like you write 
you time yourself writing and you write as fast as you can that much amount of time. And we did this for NaNoWriMo too. It was called a word sprint where we'd see how many words we could get. Like one day I had a paper cut and I got 400 words in six minutes just because I wanted to get his Milky Way that he was giving out. <laughs> so I, I would just say write as quickly as you can so you begin being able to write this just like helps even if you're not writing your story if you're writing something completely different this just helps because you get in the way of writing and you know how to start quickly which is a big help and also i would say write anything write different genres what really helped me i would say was because um so i haven't taken a formal creative writing class until this year but the entire time i've been off i've been writing short stories and I've been writing fan fictions. And like you've told me once, fan fiction authors, like it helps them write. So I try to say, write any way you can, whether it be fan fiction, short story, role playing is a good way to get Definitely. ideas. Definitely. And so, yeah, like one of the girls in my class who's a senior, she read my work and she's like, wow, your writing is so good. <laughs> it was the first story I wrote for the class. And yeah, I guess writing fan fictions and role plays and everything you kind of get in the groove of like not misspelling words and everything you kind of get the flow of how to write before you actually go and like okay I'm gonna be serious about this now I'm gonna improve upon this right that's so, yeah. good advice okay so gotta flip the page here flip the page <laughs> before we ask more questions. Let's just chat for a minute. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually doing amazing today. I just feel so, you know, I feel good. I feel yeah. good. And you're auditioning for Beauty and the Beast tonight for your school. Yep. That's exciting. So I know I'm manifesting for you. Hopefully you get it. Thank you. <laughs> how's, how's school going? Oh, it's going a lot better now that I have a 100 in algebra. It's, it's been hard. I've been really stressed out, but you know, it's getting better. I'm just glad that my, only my final grades count because I'm working my butt off to get into Stanford. Yeah. Yeah. Grind. Yep. Okay. So these next questions are about like how COVID has affected you, your family, life, and if any of them are too personal, please let me know and we can skip that question. Yeah. So how has COVID affected school? Okay. So when COVID first like happened, I was a, so I've been in Future Business Leaders of America for years. I'm one of our officers and everything. We were about to get on the bus and go to Orlando when COVID first hit. And then they were like, no, we're gonna cancel it. And so we went online, everything I was gonna do got canceled, our show, FBLA, everything got canceled. And I mean, everything. And then they were like, okay, we're gonna go online. So we're like, okay, let's see how this goes. And so um, all my classes were online and all of my exams got canceled except two, which were my AP exams. And our my AP, uh, my AP government teacher, Mr. Tatishi, I'm sorry, he, I failed the test. Mm. And I didn't get college credit because he wouldn't teach us online. Oh, so God. I'm glad, I'm in person now. 
So I am so glad because I would have failed all my classes this year because I cannot learn well online. So how has or has COVID put a strain on following your dreams or passions? It's kind of been hard, like, because I've been wanting to, like, revise my stories and everything, but I just don't have the motivation to because, like, I... I thought I had COVID for a period of time, which I didn't, but... Yeah, thank God. I've had to, like, take time for myself and, like, focus on other stuff before I was able to revise. And so, like, I know everyone thinks it's like, oh, you have time off to, like, do stuff. But, like, when you're trying to focus on your mental health, your physical health, and your um, grades and everything, it's hard because you have to prioritize stuff even while you're sick. Yeah. And as far as my dream of becoming a doctor, um, kind of, kind of what's sad is because of COVID and everything, we haven't been able to like do labs and everything in chemistry and stuff like that. And it's kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of harder to learn when we don't have access to stuff that can like throw down my knowledge in the science field or stuff like that. But besides that, it's that's going like kind of more well than like me having to write my novel. I'm starting to get back at it, but now I have to go through and change one of my characters' names. So I'm 40 pages in and I have to start back at square one. So Oof. Fun. that's rough. Yeah. So do you think you've been productive throughout the pandemic? And if so, how? Um, well, a good thing I've been doing for the pandemic, I started writing in my journal more. I journal a lot, but, like, since everything happened, like, I used to journal a lot. I started reading a lot more, which is great, because I needed to do that. Another, uh, So, I know this is, like, going off question about before, but, like, I'd really suggest journaling and reading, because reading makes you a better writer. Oh, yeah, but, like, definitely I've been does. able to, like take more time for myself instead of like focusing on all the billion things I have to do normally so yeah yeah, I've been able to take more time for myself okay so how has COVID affected your mental health again if this question is too personal you can just say and we can skip it anxiety yeah I feel that gonna talk about this so many more panic attacks. Me thinking I'm gonna fail everything. Uh, me freaking out more about my internet friends than my actual friends. Um, yeah, I had a lot of. All right, this this is gonna be sad. So last year, I was supposed to be an ensemble member in my school's production of Sideshow, and I was so looking forward to that. And the day I found out school was canceled, I cried on my parents' bed for two hours straight. Oh, and, no. like, all I did was lay there and cry about it, oh. which was really hard on my mental health because everything I'd been working for, like, was canceled. We were three weeks out from tech, which is, like, the week right before the show. We had just built our set and everything. I just felt everything I worked for was flushed down the drain. And we had another chance to do this. We were going to do, like, a live um, song from all of us. And only four people turned their stuff in, including me. So, yeah, my dreams got flushed down the toilet with that. But I got to finish, I got to visit the grave of our leading ladies. 
Daisy and Violet over the summer. So I kind of felt like I got that at least, you know, but yeah. Yeah. And then one last question about COVID. Has okay. COVID affected your family in any way? We all thought we had it. Oh, goodness. I also had to get tested multiple times. Ooh. This, this I'm, I'm trying to keep myself from saying stuff in Spanish, but this late, my mom has been off of work for two weeks because this girl accused her of having COVID and giving it to her. And this girl didn't even have COVID, ma'am. And um, so my mom had to get tested. I was freaking out. You know, because like, yeah. I, I, I haven't missed school since after kindergarten, so oh, wow. that was very hard on me. Yeah. Yeah. So. And it's been oh, wow. hard because oh yeah. sorry no it's been hard because we went up to see family and like a lot of our family wanted to stay away from us mm. like but like like I had I had a sleepover with my best friend and we were like hugging each other and everything that was fine but like my one of my aunts would not like come close to us she was on the opposite side of the room with us so mm-hmm. that was kind of hard because like I've been waiting years to see him a little again that kind of just felt like we were monsters if you know what I mean yeah I'm but we sorry. weren't like we didn't have symptoms or anything we didn't have anything just like way before we even had our sinus infection but yeah because because of um where we're at and how bad it was at the time in our location everyone yeah. basically like separated themselves from us so it was kind of hard yeah so those are all of my covid questions uh okay. but can we chat a little bit more about like just how we officially became friends and like how oh, yeah. our friendship has grown closer through 2020 <laughs> yeah I am, we've been, we've had so much fun last year. We like, really have. Us popping off on an app together. Yes. Like, it started with you and Veruca Salt and the, like, yep. Douglas stuff. That <laughs> started you going viral. Yeah. And then after day, I started going viral. So I, I guess that kind of helped. We started RPing because of Becky. Um, and we started one other person. A lot. <laughs> just so talking a lot yeah i i think your pet's kind of true i i think okay i think it's time to be rude but i'm I, i'm not meaning it in a rude way but i guess like your pets kind of made me like 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 kind of drew I, you I've in excited to see them like king I'm over sorry. on the chair over here <laughs> yeah like Rip Sunny, but when you had Sunny and everything, I was yeah. always excited to like call and see what was up and everything. Yeah. And like, I've loved seeing you go crazy over Douglas Molini. <laughs> that was my favorite part of 2020. Yes, when I was just so hurt. I was just so hurt because he's the only painter I actually like. Well, he gives me panic attacks, so. Oof. But still, yeah. it was just funny seeing you go off about him and be like, and to Douglas. <laughs> I, I still have that memorized. And to Oof. Douglas, who went all the, out of his way to block all my Instagram accounts, except the one where Becky was the daughter. Yeah. We're exposing yeah, ourselves thank here. thank you. Just, just thank you. We're just exposing me over here. I'm sorry. I, I just, like... <laughs> I have it memorized. <laughs> so, oh, what? 
sorry for the noise in the background. King literally just scratched his head with his foot. I've never he seen the loser do that. I was talking about him. I've never seen him happy. do that. But um, so I do have one other question before we continue okay. that, like, or before we continue just chatting. So, can you tell us a bit about your novel? Oh yes. Okay. So Olivia. Imagine a world in the future, like this is years from now, the year 3000, I believe. And so there's only one society left. It is the continent of Europe because they, a thing happened where all the countries were fighting and they were like, we want to be the smartest. No, we want to be the smartest. We're going to be the smartest and only us are going to be left. And so europe banded together and they're like okay guys we all want the same goal what if we get together and we become the smartest and wipe out everyone else in the entire world so they do that and out of the corruption they form olenia and olenia they strive to be the smartest society in the world you can only speak seven languages most of the last names are from famous things and people want to be the smartest and every year the people who so you don't get grades in Alinea except for 12th level which was 12th grade before the corruption and so at the end of 12th level all the 18 year olds go for this ceremony which decides their fate so in Alinea they only want the smartest people to remain so if you have less than an A in any of your classes at the end of 12th level, you get banished, you never get heard of again, and nobody knows what happened to you, and they can't speak of you. Oh, no. And so, at the end of 12th level, there's a ceremony, and it decides your fate because they put up all your grades, and if you have less than an A, you're banished and no one knows what happens to you're you just except out. the government and yourself. And so Alinea follows a 18-year-old girl named Novella and her sister um, Biblioteca. Freaking library. Yes, that means library in Spanish. As they go through the ceremony and it explains will their friend will their sisterhood break? What will happen? Will they remain together? It just explains the dark side of government, the importance of friendship, and how even someone, even a small person can do big things. And even some, if you don't think you can do something, you actually can. You just need to put yourself to the challenge. So yeah, Alinea, possibly coming out in 21 or 22. Whenever it happens, it'll just happen, you know? Yeah. Hearing you explain it makes me want to read it even more. Yeah, I'm so excited. Same. Also, if anybody wants to read it ahead of time before it comes out, on my Insta, at Hamdronelli, there's a link in my bio. Fill that form out, and I will send you the the first copy of my novel, because I'm editing it right now, and as soon as I'm done editing it, I'm sending it out for people that either edit or read, then I'm sending it to one of my English teachers and having her edit it. And then I'm seeing if my dad will edit it. And afterwards, hopefully, I can publish it. Yeah. So yeah. 
So I'm, please fill that out. I have. And for yeah, all of the listeners, please go fill it out. She's an amazing writer. I've read so many of her stories. She's amazing. And you're amazing, too. Oh, thank I, you. I love the Alexis quotes. <laughs> yes. I live for the Alexis quotes. So I think we're just going to chat for a little bit now. So I introduced you to um, Walk Off the Earth on Wednesday. Oh my gosh, yes. Uh, so Walk Off the Earth is a I'm band. not even lying. This is what I was listening to before I joined. Young, Dumb, and Broke by Walk Off the Earth. Same. <laughs> so, because of you. So Walk Off the Earth is a band that was formed, I think, maybe 2010 or band. sooner. Um, I think it was 12. Uh, I might be wrong. So they are a cover band, but they do have a few original songs as well. They are based in Canada and they're just flat out amazing. Um, one of the reasons my mom got into it, into the band when I was a kid was because of one of the main, um, one of the, the only female singers. And she, her last name is Blackwood, and so is my mom's last name. I think you're related. I think you're related. (laughs) And the ironic part is that Sarah Blackwood is Canadian, and my mom is Native Canadian, so. Yeah, you're related. (laughs) Who knows? Who knows? Also, I I, I just want to point out, I just saw something, and it says, Trisha wishes she was Jasmine. (laughs) Trisha Paytas, which is she was Jasmine Superstone. I just want to point that out. Oof. So, <laughs> uh, as you can tell, Nellie and I do love musicals. We love music in general, and yes, yes, I love music. Um, but yeah. So this has been the first episode. I know it's pretty short for a podcast, but it's the first episode. It's just to see where I can take it. So thank you so much for joining us on Rise Little Corner. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. And thank thank you you so much for joining. Have a great 2021. Don't die. (laughs) Yes. Wise words. Don't die. All right. Thank you, Nellie. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Okay, so that was Nellie Moore. Um, and please don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Rise Little Corner Podcast and follow us on TikTok with the same username. You can find exclusive content on our YouTube channel as well, which is also Rise Little Corner Podcast. And go follow at Ham for Nellie on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And please donate if you can. The donations will go to Homeless Shelters, the Actors Fund, and Animal Shelters and possibly other nonprofit organizations to help people through the times of COVID. Thank you so much for joining and I hope you all have a wonderful day. Little boxes on the hillside, little boxes made of ticky tacky, little boxes on the hillside, little boxes all the same. There's a pink one and a green one and a blue one and a yellow one and they're all made out of ticky tacky and they all look just the
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.